Hello everyone, welcome to Langstaff Assembly Podcast. My name is Yanaili Joyce and I'm your host for this episode. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that this message encourages you and that it draws you near to God. Working from a place of rest. This has been a subject that I have been thinking about and meditating upon over the last week. And uh, today I would just like to share with you a few thoughts that I've enjoyed about the subject and trust that it would have an impact and a help in your life as well. As human beings made in the image of God, we were asked and called by God to work, to govern, to serve. But we are to do so not from a place of our own strength. We are to do so from a place of rest. And that rest we find in the God who made us. And those of us who are Christians, we know that Jesus said, come to me all who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. And that's where I would like to uh, conclude the devotional today is to bring us back full circle and recognize that we find our work from a place where God provides his rest. I want to read uh, several verses for this little devotional in the book of Leviticus chapter 25. Leviticus is not a book that we often read, perhaps as Christians, as often as many other books, Uh, but there are some very interesting things that are described in this book uh, related to the nation of Israel that have... uh, a very uh, important uh, truth or principle that we can use and understand today in the way God has made us and what he has called us to do. So we're going to read Leviticus chapter 25 and uh, we're going to read verses 1 to 12 and then 18 to 23. The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I am going to give you, The land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not keep what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your unintended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your male and female servants, and the hired worker and temporary resident who lives among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land, whatever the land produces may be eaten. Count off seven Sabbath years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement, sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. The fiftieth year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the unintended vines, for it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. Verse 18, 
follow my decrees and be careful to obey my laws and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit and will eat, you will eat the fill and live there in safety. You may ask, what will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat from it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine and you reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. Throughout the land that you hold as a possession, you must provide for the redemption of the land. That's actually to the end of verse 24. Now, I just want to share with you this important subject of working from a place of rest. We were called to work, but God has instituted rest partially as a means for us to remember our dependency upon Him. I'm going to give it to you at three different layers that we had in this chapter that we read. The first was a Sabbath week. Within the week of seven days, Israel was to take a day of rest. We see these seven days played out in the story of creation in Genesis chapter 1. And so really the Sabbath week is tied to God's good creation. And in fact, more than that, as stewards, as workers uh, called by God to reflect his image and to work this was before sin entered into the world. We were always called to work and to cultivate. We see in this concept of a day of rest in our week, the importance of not only physically and mentally and emotionally resting from our labors, but also taking the time to reflect that what we have in life has been given to us by God. In other words, I might work hard dur during the week, I might serve, I might uh, 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 see productive uh, things accomplished, but when I rest, and in that day or time or whatever of rest that I do enjoy, I still have the privilege of eating, I still have the privilege of enjoying the things that I normally need to work for. And part of this was, and still today should be, when we rest, a reflection that we are dependent upon God. That He ultimately has made all things. He is the owner or steward of all things. And we have been entrusted to serve and to uh, share in that stewardship for a time and for a place. So working from a place of rest in the week, Israel was to remember, and we should do it as well. We should find times of rest and use it as a time of reflection to remember a God who has provided all things for us. And it is not just with our hands that we provide everything that we enjoy. The second uh, level of rest that we read of here in the passage was a Sabbath year. Every seven years, the nation was to have a year of rest where all your farmers, the vineyards, the fields, they were not to be cultivated. They were only to enjoy what had previously been harvested, 
So they were to eat of that. And if anything grew throughout the year naturally, they could take from it and the animals could do the same and they could live from it. If the Sabbath week is a reminder to us of God's good creation and that we actually count on God to take care of us day by day and week by week, then the Sabbath year, this, this practice of every seven years, was really to remind the people of the freedom that they had from their debts, that God was allowing them to be freed from those debts. And that was one of the features of the seventh year rest. And all debts in the land were forgiven. When I think of this Sabbath year, to me, I am reminded of the rest that we find in the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came to free us from our debt of sin and bring us back into a vital relationship, an active, living, breathing relationship with the God who made us, allowing us to again reflect his perfect order in the world. And the Sabbath year, this seven-year period uh, that took place in the land and was, was decreed to the nation, to me, is a reminder of the nation's greatest representative, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And so our freedom of debt today, the freedom of our sin and the bondage that comes uh, from our works, unfortunately, works of unrighteousness, has been met and satisfied by a loving, compassionate God who sent himself in the person of his son and has paid our debt through his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And so I work today as a Christian from a place of rest because I have this rest and peace that comes from God through his son. And the last level of rest or the last period of rest that is described in the passage here was the year of Jubilee. And it's a very interesting one and one that I really hadn't thought of before because every seven years they took a year of rest in the land. The year of Jubilee was, a fifth, was the 50th year. So in year 49, that would be a Sabbath rest year. So it would be a seven times seven scenario. And after this one year of rest, I'm sure most farmers were ready to chomp at the bit in the next year. But in the year of Jubilee, they were to take an additional year. So it's actually a double year. It's two years of rest that are doubled together. They're back to back. And I hadn't thought of that until this week as I meditated upon this passage and uh, thought more about it. The year of Jubilee in scripture has always been tied to a final rest, to a consummated rest, to a final position of glory and God's eternal kingdom and those who have been redeemed and saved, the, the peacemakers, those who will inherit the earth, this new creation that God is going to bring to its full consummation, something that began at the resurrection of Christ and will end in a future day and then will have an eternal state that will uh, endure uh, forever is tied to this concept of the year of Jubilee, this final permanent rest that is coming. I believe that in that time, we will still work but it will be from a place of rest that has been unmatched in our uh, life experience because the reign of sin will now be no more and it will be completely replaced with God's reign over us. And so I hope that this simple devotional for this week 
would be a help and an encouragement to all who are listening. That God has designed rest as a means by which to remind us and inform us that our reliance is upon Him. It is true in His good creation, so our need for sustenance, it comes from Him. Though we work, we're reminded that He is the source of it all. He is the owner of it all. In the seven-year Sabbath year, we are to be reminded that the only freedom of our debts come as a result of the work that God does. Again, a rest that we enjoy in eternal uh, satisfaction. And the last rest is the year of Jubilee, a reminder to us that the hope that we have and the faith that we live by is because of a future that will be uh, filled with the reign of God, a time of work that will be unmatched, a work that will come from true rest. So I hope that God will bless these words to you and that he will encourage you to work, but to do so from a place of rest, his rest, the rest found in Jesus Christ. Hey, thank you so much for listening. What a privilege it was to share God's word with you today. We pray that you were fed, strengthened, and more equipped to run the race with perseverance. To listen to more podcasts like this, make sure to subscribe. For more content from Langstaff and to connect with us, go to langstaffassembly.com. Have a blessed day and we'll see you next time.